Welcome to the Firearms Trainers Podcast, part of the ConcealedCarry.com network. I'm your host, Rob Beckman. Today, we'll be talking about what's involved in becoming a training counselor. We bring you this podcast to support the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every firearm instructor in America that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at the FTA, the Firearms Trainers Association. Visit their website at ftaprotect.com to learn more about their instructor coverage they offer and their competitive pricing. Receive a special 10% off your policy by entering promo code FTP10 at checkout. This episode is also brought to you by NA Tactical. As instructors, our students are always asking us what gear we use, and I always tell mine, I use NA Tactical. Do you know NA Tactical offers several designs, each with extreme comfort for all-day carry? The Revenant and Professional holsters have a patented, tuckable design, adjustable cant, and secure twist release. My personal favorite is the KO-1. It's an all-Kydex appendix holster that I can carry all day in comfort. All of N8's Tacticals holsters come with a two-week try-it guarantee and a lifetime warranty, even on the clip. Remember to check out their Flex Mag Carrier also. It has a three-layer comfort backer and will accommodate several sizes of magazines. Find out more. Or just send your students to n8tactical.com. That's letter N, the number eight, tactical.com. Today, we are joined by Christy Bass from Phoenix Rising Academy. Welcome, Christy. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Hi, how you doing, Rob? I'm doing good. <laughs> I know this is your first podcast and such, but I think uh, there's a lot of questions from people I've talked to over the years, and this is the first first time I've thought about knowing you're a new training counselor, just becoming uh, one back in October. Uh, I thought it'd be really good to have you come mm-hmm. on and talk about it a little bit. But before we get to that, can you give our listeners a little bit about who Christy Bass is and what Phoenix Rising Academy is? I am a female instructor, and I work mostly in the Metro Detroit area. We have our own little office. Um, but we do a lot of traveling to a few different ranges, and we do a lot of teaching. Uh, I've got three people working with me, and they're amazing to work with. Um, Phoenix Rising is a training company that I started about, actually, Sunday. It will be a year ago today. I was working other, under other instructors before that and decided to go off on my own, and it's been doing pretty good. I'm also the vice president of Michigan Open Carry. It's a state-level firearm rights advocacy group. Uh, they are out of Michigan, obviously. Um, and then what else was it that you wanted from me? Um, what, what courses do you mainly teach um, up there in Michigan? So I teach concealed pistol license. That's what's called up here in Michigan. Um, that's your concealed carry class. That's the concealed carry home defense fundamentals. And I teach uh, NRA range safety officer course. I'm a NRA CRSO as well. I do a lot of basic pistol one-on-one. I've just started diving in this past fall into some uh, secondary performance training, which has been really, really cool learning how to, you know, teach move and shoots and stuff. So um, I do a lot of situational awareness classes with other instructors. We put them on. We don't, you know, charge anything for those. They're for men and women to come in and spend a couple hours and learn how to be better aware of their surroundings and their situations and prevent things before they happen. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's Phoenix Rising. (laughs) Great. 
Well, thank you. Um, as I said, you became a USCCA training counselor back in October. Um, you've been teaching for a little while before mm-hmm. that. But what was your experience before you became a training counselor? How, how, how many years had you been uh, training before then and such? So I used to shoot in the, skeet and the trap and skeet team back in high school. So that started back then. Um, I've been around firearms most of my life. I was not exactly really truly involved with firearms, like honest to God training until a couple years ago, maybe three years ago. Um, it, uh, we have a little girl that um, was, I had somebody try to take her out of our shopping cart and I got a little bit serious with things after that and really dove in head first to learning everything I possibly could. And, you know, one of the ways I learned best is to teach the things that I learned. And it turned out that I really loved teaching. Um, So I built this company and I would say back about a year ago, I started, um, I started to think about becoming a training counselor. I wasn't sure if I wanted to or not. It was back and forth, you know, there's so many people doing this, am I ready? But then um, I finally made the commitment because I thought that, you know what, I got something to add here, you know? So, yeah. You definitely, um, you know, had something to add. I know you've done your first instructor course already, so that's great. But could you describe to our listeners uh, what, process uh, of you becoming a training counselor looked like for the USCCA? Oh, it was so awesome. Um, So first I got an invitation to apply for the spot and, you know, they wanted to know like how many students have you taught? A little bit of background about me, how many people I wanted to train to become instructors and, you know, write a little essay about you. And um, we submitted that and then my name got picked out of, I I don't know how many applications went over, Um, but then I got the invitation to actually go. And so I signed up and went down there for the weekend and the, the course itself in USCCA headquarters was an experience in and of itself. So going down there, um, I actually kind of, wasn't it wasn't what I had expected when I went down there. Um, I thought I was going to be teaching the class, you know, to, you know, get better at what we were doing. And it turns out that, you know, down there at headquarters, you know, you've got Beth and you've got Chris and you've got all these amazing people and they're teaching you so much more in depth of how to teach another person, you know, adult learning concepts of it. Yeah. The amount of information that came at us over a two day span was thank goodness, easy to digest, but so very eye opening. And it's, it was an amazing process going through down there. And, uh, I learned an enormous amount myself that I've actually been able to use and then to help these instructors coming in to be better instructors out of the gate. It's, it was, it was quite an experience going down there to do this. Um, Mm -hmm. 
the the whole process of actually going to headquarters, I think, was very key to the whole process. Um, going down there, seeing where everything is coming from, meeting the people, you know, behind everything that you're learning, and actually being taught by some of the people that helped develop these things. It was just, it was a really um, amazing thing to experience and go through. And it was a great process, you know, and then bonding with some other instructors and training counselors down there was really nice too. Mm -hmm. You know, you really got a lot of skills down there and it's a lot of information to take in, um, but to come back and be able to put that to use too, is is amazing yeah and the, and the one thing about it and you know there's a there's a qualification when it comes to being an instructor but when it comes to a training counselor um shooting is just one of those uh is a skill that you have to have um already because it's more about teaching the the students and the students are the instructor candidates and you've got to teach them how to how to c- convey that knowledge to, to their uh, end users, which can be extremely difficult at times. And knowing the adult learning model, knowing how to reach people. We've had uh, Beth Alcazar on before talking about uh, the different learning styles. And you know, those, mm-hmm. are, those are extremely good information to have because if somebody comes along and they learn differently due to whatever um, you know, makes them tick, You've got to be able to adapt to it to make that person as successful as possible. You don't want to go along and say, ah, you know, you can't learn, you know, get out of here. You want to be able to go along and say, wait a minute, how about if we try it this way? How about if, if you, you know, if we approach this problem a little differently, that, that person can grasp the concepts and they can do it safely. And then you can get them on the range and they can feel very empowered at the end of it versus being completely demoralized. If you go along and say, ah, you, you know, you can't learn it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was one of the things that I wasn't expecting, but I was so grateful to be able to learn because I don't ever want to have to send somebody away and feel like this, I can't do anything more. And this training counselor class just put so many tools in the toolbox. I'm still discovering ways to use these tools. And you know, it, it, they're, they're tools that have helped not just training other instructors, but, you know, making things better for me in the entire industry and my friends and family and being able to use these things everywhere makes it so much better when you're going in to teach these incoming instructors too. like the pieces to the puzzle that you are given when you go to headquarters and do this training counselor course if you pick up all of those pieces, there, there's so much value in those. And to be able to pass them on to other incoming instructors, and you've got the experience and the knowledge of everything that you've gone through to get through where you are, it's, it's amazing to pass that on. And one of the most fantastic things I've ever experienced watching these new instructors learn like true learning and to watch them just dive in and start taking action. It's absolutely a humbling and amazing thing to experience. Mm -hmm. And I would definitely agree with you and and the (laughs) classes that I teach. uh, It's uh, very neat. Hey, let's fast forward to your first class that you taught of instructors. Mm -hmm. What were some of the challenges Mm -hmm. that surprised you when you've got, I mean, to become an instructor, 
you have to have some firearm experience to begin with. You've got to have some knowledge about the topics, all those types of things, because you're in the instructor course, you're teaching them how to teach the material and, you know, the adult learning concepts. What were some of the challenges that you were surprised with or were faced with in your first class? So are you asking me based on like actually teaching the students or are you asking about no, what, the challenges what, that actually happened? <laughs> that, that actually happened in class. Those things where it's like, oh, wow, that you know, <laughs> might take a little bit because I think that's one of the things where you know, training counselors are teaching a different level of class, but it's just like in a CCW class. Mm -hmm. It's not all, you know, uh, you know, rain, rainbows out there. You know, you get, get in some challenges where you, you've got to use those skills like you were talking about to make that person the best instructor they can. But what were some of the challenges that you faced? So um, some of the challenges, you know, one of the first things that I noticed coming into this class was that you're, you're dealing with a different group of people, different type of personality uh, when it comes to instructors. They are driven. They're, well, I guess they type out type A personalities that are <laughs> all collected into one room, right? So you don't, you don't, you've got to try to you know, be able to navigate that and keep things rolling without going down into some horrible rabbit hole. Um, but I think that, you know, a lot of the skills I learned and experienced when I was down there um, actually really helped me to prepare for that. And then there's, then there's like the technical difficulties that we went through, you know, this training counselor class, you have to teach your instructors how to keep moving. And my very first instructor class went amazing on day one. And I had some students in it who, who were just unbelievably eager and ready to do whatever was necessary, which ended up being a very good thing on the second day because we were teaching at an outdoor range and there was a storm rolling in. So we got all of the indoor range stuff done. <clears throat> then we went outside to the actual range where we had 50 to 60 mile an hour winds and downpouring <laughs> rain and <laughs> targets that wouldn't stay up. And we had just roaring, like it was hard to hear with your ears on and it was cold and everybody's, you know, dealing with rain dripping off of their hat. And it was insane. Um, I had never seen anything like it, but then to see these instructors and to be able to guide them to keep going, don't give up. You're going to deal with stuff like this in your classes. Just, you want this, just keep going and to be able to push them and see them smiling in the middle of all this craziness and just absolutely slay the range portion was, um, amazing. It was, uh, you know, as a training counselor, I could have been like, oh my God, this is horrible. Let's just cancel this and do it another day. But I was able to read those students and see where they were at, you know, and some of the communication skills that you learn and to, to be able to keep their spirits up and keep them driven to go through this and to continue on was awesome, you know, and then right after the last person finished their qualification, um, the sunshine came out. And so we went back up to the classroom <laughs> and we get in the building and the power was out. <laughs> 
so, you know, dealing with other instructors, let's, let's talk about this. If this was your class, how would you handle this situation? How would you move forward? You know, um, you know, discussing things like what would you do if you were on the range and the power went out in the middle of being on the range with all these students out there, you know, and then you can actually give these instructors, you know, your experiences too, because that was something I had experienced at one point. And watching them work together to build these little, everybody happily had flashlights, thank goodness, but to build these little ways of connecting flashlights and the whole room was lit up in flashlights and these students carried on with laptops and no projector screen. But to see them and be a part of helping them push through that and work those problems out and to get through that was that's that's the money spot, man. The to be able to watch these instructors do that and that drive behind them. That was uh that was pretty awesome. And you know, going down to USCCA and some of the training that we went through, it's it's a mindset that comes out of there that this is important, right? And to get them to work together and solve things. You have a problem in the classroom, you work together, you figure out a solution. You work through it and you solve it because every class you're probably going to have something. So exactly. And, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how many classes I've taught, but I probably do with all the instructor classes. I probably do a, uh, a dozen or more instructor classes a year and everyone's got its own challenges. That's where I was kind of wondering what you, what challenges mm-hmm. you had, because that's a great teachable moment for the instructors mm-hmm. to go along, you know, it's not something like, okay, how would you improve that person's shot, you know, get in the bullseye, <laughs> but it's one of those where how, <laughs> what, what do you do when the power goes out? I mean, yes. you can't go along and say, okay, you know, you know, we're just going to sit here and do nothing <laughs> until the power comes back on. You've got to figure out ways of, you know, continuing on because the students are there to learn. And hopefully as instructors, we don't necessarily have to have the PowerPoints to teach. PowerPoints are nice right. They help us get the information across <laughs> better, but we should know the information well enough that we can, um, you know, walk, walk the students through it and get the same information across to them. And then when the power comes back on, Hey, we can go back to, you know, full color with the PowerPoints. <laughs> right. Right. That was, that was one of the very cool things was, you know, stepping back as a training counselor and saying, okay, guys, if this was your class, you know, what would have better prepared you for something like this? And it was, oh, well, can we teach from the books and can we do this? And yes, you can. So, you know, how about what, what if you, you know, printed out for yourself a whole set of the slides that you kept in a binder for an emergency or like, how would you work through these problems and being able to teach these guys this stuff, you know, it just, this is honestly, this is probably my favorite class so far to teach, just watching people learn so mm-hmm. much and enjoy it like they are people uh, type a personalities that are very intent on <laughs> passing the course on going along learning as much as possible um yeah mm-hmm. they are they are definitely fun courses they can be frustrating times <laughs> as you found out but they're yes. definitely fun mm-hmm. and i think one of the things that is really neat from a training counselor standpoint is you meet these other instructors which you know, in some, some respects, they're your competition, but at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, we're all in this industry together and we should be supporting each other. And that's mm-hmm. where year after year, I had more instructors to the people that know me around town, uh, here in Cincinnati. And it's amazing the number of places I can go that 
I know instructors, I trained them, I, I've done, we're competing, but we're also, you know, that friendly competition where we're supporting each other with it. That if I don't have a class or you know, they need something that we help uh, support. And as a training counselor, you also, you know, are kind of vested in hoping that that person does a really good job because that means that you did a really good job in training them on how to, you know, run their business and, and put the materials on uh, the best way they can. Yep. I think it's one I thing that's really too, neat. And, you know, you got that contact with them. They become part, part of the family, as they say. They, yeah, they definitely are. Um, when I was making the decision to become a training counselor, that was one of the hardest things that I struggled with um, because our area does have a lot of instructors. And it was a defining moment one day when I looked back and I was looking at all these people and I felt like, oh my goodness, I just lost a student to another instructor. And then my husband said to me, he said, no, you didn't. He said, that's one person. How many people in Michigan have a CPL right now? I said, well, probably around 900,000 right now. He said, how many people live in Michigan? How many adults? I said, well, a few million. He said, you're really worried about that one student? He said, it's your success is your success. It's not what student you get and what student you don't. It's who can you bring into the fold? Who can you wake up? Who can you reach? You know, and at that moment, it was like, you know what? These guys are not necessarily my competition. And if we're working together, we can make huge changes. Mm -hmm. So that was it. That was what changed me. That was what sent me to the other side and was like, okay, I'm all in. Yep. That's uh that's a great, great way of uh, looking at it. And, um, you know, there are always going to be competition of some type and, mm -hmm. you know, but the thing is, you know, we committed to the, to the firearm industry and, you know, let's make it the best, you know, group of people there is because then we have uh, less problems, you know, that we create mm -hmm. ourselves and we can address yep. the ones that are outside of, uh, outside the farm community easier that way. Yep. So. Yep. Yep. And I'd be more than happy. I send students that I, I don't always think that every student is right for every instructor. So there's plenty of times that, you know, somebody's closer to somebody that I know is a good instructor and has good heart in it. And there might be somebody who I'm just not a good fit for. And I definitely will network with other instructors and say, Hey, I do know somebody that can really help you let me give them a call, you know, and having that kind of support system, because I get those same phone calls too from other instructors, um, sticking together like that shows a, a better image to these incoming students that, you know, this is a good thing for me. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I really like it. Well, that's neat. I wish you a lot of success as you afford with the uh, training counselor and, uh, you know, when you get a few years underneath your belt, I'm sure you'll have uh, a lot more um, fun stories to share with the audience and such. Definitely. Definitely. I hope so. <laughs> well, hey, Christy, we got an interesting question for you that we've uh, come up with this year. Um, last year, we were asking people about what books they read or, or were reading. This year, we're asking people to name an influential instructor, a book that they would recommend to other instructors to either take class from or to read. You have one? Um, yeah, I would say Gavin DeBecker's The Gift of Fear. That is my book that I would recommend to other instructors to read it and truly absorb it, absorb all the information you can from it. And it, for me, it was uh, very eye-opening and very changing 
And it really drove home instructor responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I would recommend that you read that book in a well-lit room because it yeah. does make the, the hair on the back of your neck uh, stand up. Just a little. <laughs> Just a little. Yep. Well, hey, where can other instructors find out more information about Chrissy Bass and Phoenix Rising Firearm Academy if they want to reach out to you? Oh, boy. Uh, so we're on Facebook. We're, we're semi-active on there as much as Facebook will allow us. And it's Phoenix Rising Firearm Academy, LLC. And then we also have a website. It's www.phoenixrisingfirearmacademy.com. Um, We have a ton of information there for anybody, really, whether you have a CPL or not. Um, And then you can always give us a call, 248-716-5133. We are always here to help um, people who are students and people who are just somebody that has questions. We are always looking to help people in the industry and who are looking to get started as well. Great. Well, I would thank you again, Christy, for coming on. Um, told you it wasn't going to be too hard being on the podcast. <laughs> Just ask questions, and we get into a nice conversation and flow with things. Um, yeah. But the time has come, and we're, we're going to call this a wrap for this uh, episode. We've got a few requests for our listeners. Share this episode on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, MeWe, or any other social media site that you might want to uh, share it on. If you have any ideas for new episodes, suggestions on guests to have, feedback, please email us at ftp at concealedcarry.com. Visit our sponsors, especially the Firearms Trainers Association at ftaprotect.com, and check out their instructor insurance. Being a responsible instructor means having insurance coverage. Remember to use promo code FTP10 for 10% off at checkout. Like and rate our podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Remember, we bring this podcast to support the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every firearm instructor in America that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. If you're interested in becoming a training counselor, check out with your training organization what their requirements are, either NRA or USCCA, and stay safe, everyone. Concealed Carry Inc. and ConcealedCarry.com strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel.